Hello. Hello, and welcome back to everyone's favorite best friend. I'm a little rusty. <clears throat> the little vocal cords need to warm up a little because we've been on break, Chloe. I'm not rusty. Did you hear that? That intro? Babes, I heard it. It was better than before. We came back rejuvenated, babes. We've done the damn thing. Ugh, tell me everything, Chloe. How have you been? I'm so excited to be back and chit-chat with you and the besties. Well, I, I've been good. I'm feeling a little bit refreshed. There's always something weird that happens after Christmas where, like, something in the air just feels so different, you know? And, like, New Year. Obviously, nothing really changes, but something changes. I do feel like after the new year, the goal is really to like go into the next year feeling refreshed and feeling good. And even though I did have a good bit of downtime, I'm like, no, I still am not feeling refreshed. I still <laughs> need a break. I need a vacation from my vacation. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I totally feel that. But I'm happy to be back and I'm glad that you're well rested and you had a good little break. But tell me all about it. Woo woo. What have you been up to? Fill me in, babes. So this year, my Christmas was kind of quiet. It was a little different. It wasn't too crazy, but I worked right up to Christmas and I worked right off or right after. So I only really got Christmas Eve and Christmas Day off this year, which is definitely different. I usually get some time off. So that is something that I have to say, like, I am not accustomed to and I would like to stay unaccustomed to because I like having some time at Christmas. So that's part of the reason why I feel like even though I'm like a little bit rested, I'm not like well rested because I got like two days down. And in those days, I was like, go, go, go doing things. But Christmas was nice. I was at home with my little fam. Obviously, I had my dog with me and my boyfriend. So on Christmas Eve, we I spent pretty much most of the day cooking, which I've like really grown to love cooking. The more I do it, the more I actually love it. And I really like there are nights where I'll just put something together really quick. But then if I have some like off time, I enjoy learning how to make a new dish and like cooking something different. So I made a pot roast, green bean casserole, stuffing, a different type of green beans for Mitchell, mashed potatoes, carrots. Like I was popping off y'all. It was a lot of food. It was so good. It looked so good, Chloe. I said, okay, chef. She said, I'm not afraid to branch off, try new things. She really is that bitch in every category. So we're not surprised. Like Chloe said, yes, I am a housewife. I will make the yes. food. I am accustomed. Like another level of how iconic Chloe is. Like I, I wasn't even scared. I just did it. She said, <laughs> who needs to practice, babes? Like I'm a one hit wonder. Like I'll try and it's good every time. Well, actually, let me say this, like after Thanksgiving with my sister and the two of us knocking out a feast for 10, like, what was it like at least seven plus people? I was like, okay, bitch, we can do this. And then for Christmas, I spent a fortune on the groceries. I won't lie, because that's a lot of different ingredients and stuff. So a part of me was a little bit like if I spend $20 just on the meat alone, and then the rest of the ingredients that go into the pot roast, and it comes out bad, I'll be so pissed off. <laughs> But it was all amazing. I mean, that's like part of learning anyways. You have to, you got to try things to be able to fail or whatever. You got to fail to succeed. Exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> so it came out really good. And once the dinner was ready, we watched Love Actually and we ate our dinner, which was so great. I mean, Love Actually is my top favorite Christmas movie of all time. So watched that, ate our food, and then we went to bed. And the next morning... I actually, I can't remember why I couldn't sleep, but I woke up and I couldn't sleep on Christmas. I think I wasn't feeling good or something. So I was up from like three to six. I finally started feeling better. So I went and laid back down in bed, closed my little eyes. And like 30 minutes, 45 minutes later, Mitchell shot up in bed. The second his eyes opened at 7 a.m., just like a little kid, he turned to me, his hair's like sticking up everywhere. He turns to me and he goes, it's Christmas. Let's go open presents. <laughs> it's present time. I am the same exact like, way. <laughs> I was like, all right, let's go. Like, I'm not going to deny him that joy. So <laughs> after we opened presents, we went out and got Chinese food. We went to the Chinese buffet because that's something I always see on TV and stuff that like people go to Chinese on Christmas. So I wanted to try it. So I did that. And I have to say it really, it really was like, 
10 out of 10. It succeeded my, exceeded my expectations for sure. She so hit fun. different. It hits different it on did. Christmas day. <laughs> it did hit different. And I was so like, I was just eaten up. It was so good. And then that night we went after the buffet though, we came home and literally got in bed and watched Top Chef for like five hours. And just like <laughs> vegged out and we're so lazy. And then that night we went to this like drive through light show so that was fun. I will say, I told Garrett on the phone earlier, it's not the same as when you go to like a small town light show where you barely pay anything if you pay anything at all to go to it. And it's spectacular and there's a lot of effort put into it. And it's all, you know, the one in our hometown, like, well, it's not, I guess, in our hometown, but the one where we go back in Georgia it syncs to the radio so you can put the radio on in your car and the music syncs to that music like or the lights sync to the music it's just too good and for the one in georgia that we go to the profits go there it's not profit you just donate cans or like pantry foods and then that all goes to charity so it's a win-win for everybody it's a great time even if you can't bring any cans they're not gonna like like kick you out whereas the one that i went to here in austin we spent $45 on the tickets, $10 on popcorn, $16 on hot chocolate. The light show lasted less than five minutes. The line that we waited it for lasted an hour and a half to get oh, into wow. the light show. So Ugh. don't even get me started. That sucks. That's the thing about like celebrating Christmas in a big city. They can charge you anything and they know that mm -hmm. people are still going to go. So I totally get that. And that sucks. But other than that, I'm glad that you had a good like Christmas morning and like being able to spend it with Mitchell and Luffy. Of course, obviously, selfishly, I wanted you to be with me and all of your family, of course. Duh. Duh, obviously. But I'm <laughs> glad that you were able to like start some new traditions with Mitchell and like obviously being able to spend it with your loved one. Like Mitchell is super nice and fun. So I'm glad that Christmas was bright and shiny in Austin, Texas. And it sounds like Santa Claus came to visit miss clear so i actually sure did. before you wrap up or continue your woo woo what were your top three to five favorite gifts from this holiday season anyone that's gonna be from santa or mitchell like, was all together what were your top three to five because i i don't oh want to box you in oh this is hard ah! <laughs> okay so i'm gonna say Mitchell got me a Polaroid camera this year, which is something I've wanted for years. It's just kind of like a fun toy and I've been using it nonstop. Like even earlier today, Luffy was on the couch and I wrapped him up in a blanket and I put his head on the pillow and I ran to get my Polaroid camera so I could snap <laughs> a picture of it. Um, so that has been a lot of fun to play with. My parents got us a Netflix account and an Amazon Prime account for this year. And obviously I've been, I t already told y'all I was watching Top Chef. I saw Love Actually, like, that's already been so good. <laughs> um, from my best friend, Garrett, I received one of the coolest gifts ever, some personalized merch for my favorite podcast. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Everyone's favorite best friends. And yeah, custom, custom, custom limited edition merch. Like, one of one, Chloe's the only person that has it. So, you know, my baby likes custom, so I gave her custom and... <laughs> It's just like a little, a little it's a little sexy sample. white t-shirt. It's sexy, but it's like a sample of what's to come. Like this is just like a tease, like to hold you over until. I was going to say wink, a wink. sexy white t-shirt contest. Merch piece. <laughs> that too. Um, okay. So it's really tough. This is so hard. You put me on the spot. You put me on the spot. Because there's a lot of other things. Okay. Only because I already did one of Mitchell and I went to another one, but he did give me some other like really, really, really good gifts. But I'll say Mary Anza, Mitchell's mom, our number one listener, Mary, she got me this eye massager. It's like viral on TikTok. I don't know if it's just my TikTok because it's like listens to me when I talk about stuff, but it's so good and I've already used it since I've had it. I've already gotten a migraine since she gave it to me and been able to use it for a migraine. Changed the game for me, but even when I don't have a migraine, I love to put it on just to relax before bed. And the last gift, oh, what do I choose? It's so hard. <laughs> okay. Oh. 
Well, this is something that I just like when I saw it, I freaked out. So my girl Tori, big toe, she got me one of my favorite things, which is just like a big package of lots of little goodies that she saw, she thought of me. So it's not big, you know, monetary gift necessarily, like one big expensive gift or anything like that. But it's lots of little things that she picked up along the way that made her think of me. And one of the items inside that package were these little disco ball espresso cups. And they're so, so cute. I like audibly gasped when I saw them. They're so fun. But those were some of my top favorites. But honestly, every single thing that I got this year just knocked it out of the park. I have used everything that I got like multiple times since I've gotten it. And it's just been, it, you know, it was such a great Christmas because for me, obviously, like, it's not about the gifts. We all know that. And it's not about like receiving things for me, but it's just about gift giving is my love language. So this time of year is extra special for me because I'm getting to receive my love language from everybody. So it's so exciting (laughs) for me. And to me, the only, like my favorite thing about a gift when I open it is not like what it is or the material thing or being able to have that thing. It's being like, oh my God, you saw this and you thought of me. Like this reminded you of me, especially if it's something that someone went rogue, picked out and then it knocks it out of the park. I'm always like, ah, I feel so connected to you. I love that. You got some really good stuff this year. Like Tori's cups, I was shook. So cute. And the Polaroid camera is going to be used so much. So you got some really good stuff. I just had to interject your woo-woo because I had to know what your favorite gifts were. But continue on, babes. What else have you been up to? So, I mean, that really is most of my woo-woo. Other than that, um, for New Year's Eve, we pretty much stayed in, watched a movie, drank some champagne, just what I wanted to do. I am not a big go out on New Year's Eve girly. It's Mm -mm. just not my holiday. I don't know what it is about it. Especially, I think one of the big things for me is that I have to go to work the next day. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like that ruins the vibe of it too. And like, I don't know. I never really celebrated New Year's that big unless I was like with you or someone. So like, I never really went full out. But I, some people love New Year's. Like some people like go full out. It's like one of their favorite holidays. So I think it just depends on how you were raised. But yeah, for me, I'm the same way. New Year's doesn't really do anything for me. I agree. I feel like there are certain holidays like that. Like Fourth of July is another good example where you either like really don't celebrate or you like go so hard and it's like your favorite holiday of the year. Exactly. So it's really tied to the traditions of the year typically or of the holiday for you. And I feel like for New Year's or New Year's Eve, I'd be super excited to do something, but it would have to be a specific type of thing. Like I'm kind of growing out of the going out and getting super drunk, going to like bars that is fun like every once in a blue moon to me now just because i've overplayed it like it's it's once you get there like i'd rather have those conversations in a quiet someone's home having a house party with actually good food mm-hmm. drinks of flowing that are not 30 dollars a piece and you can hear each other speak so i'm way more of like a home party girl i love to have like a dinner at somebody's house or like you know, a themed party is always amazing. So that's definitely my thing. But if I would say, if anything, a formal party on New Year's Eve, I would be so excited mm-hmm. about. That would be a major sleigh. And like in the past, we've had Miley's New Year's Eve, which is a huge thing for us. Like I'm so devastated that they didn't do it this year. We need to make Ugh. a rise about that. So a petition or something. Back. Like EFBF petition. like... <laughs> What the hell? It was not the same without it. Miley's New Year's Eve should be a tradition. I think that if she were to throw like a a New Year's Eve ball or gala and you could buy tickets Uh. for like a couple thousand dollars and go have the night of your life, I would absolutely black out, max out credit cards, go into debt, lose my house, lose my kids, all of it just for that. It would be worth it though. (laughs) But, um, Ultimately, that's pretty much it for me. And now I'm just getting excited for my birthday. And then after that, Mitchell's birthday is coming up. So I still, because of my birthday and Garrett's birthday as well, like I still get to celebrate. I get to extend the holiday season a little bit, which has always been cool. So that's it for me. That's a wrap on my Christmas. (laughs) That's a wrap. Nice little bow. Tell me all about your Christmas, Garrett. 
Well, like Chloe said, Chloe is up next, guys. The countdown's on for Miss Cleo's big birthday. So we're getting ready for that. Not I am actually... turning 25, by the way. Sorry. So sorry to interrupt, but... She said, I'm a quarter of a century. You're going to actually put that out there. You're going to put that on print. You're going <laughs> to write your name next to that. You're going to put that out there and slander my name. I am 24 years old right now. <laughs> At this current moment, babes, I'm sticking. At this current moment, I'm, I'm taking every minute. When the clock strikes midnight and it turns to the 13th, I am 24. <laughs> Again, repeat. It's a it's yes. a leap year. <laughs> I'll be 24 for the next six years. Then I'll be 25, and then I'll be 25 for the next three or four years. Then I'll be 20. You know, so it's it's like a Benjamin Button kind of deal. <laughs> once you hit, once you hit. 25 things just start getting a little wishy-washy you just stop asking about people's age you just start backing up it gets sensitive it's weird it's sensitive that's the word it is sensitive. <laughs> like i am still a teenager i'm still a kid but once january 13th hits this year it's kind of undeniable that i'm a woman she's a woman <laughs> like she's an a... actual woman <laughs> a woman and that's a little scary. It's a little intimidating. I kind of have imposter syndrome about it. So moving on. Moving on. I just Sorry. wanted to put that out there for you guys, so you know that I'm I'm a little I'm a little sensitive about this birthday. But. We're gonna we're gonna carry her through. We're gonna nurture her. We're gonna celebrate her. We're gonna love her, and she's gonna blossom into the young woman she is. Okay. Yep. All right. Thank All right. On so that note. Much. Thanks for that. On that note. Um. Let's see, where do I even begin? So, since we last spoke, I worked up until Christmas. I worked up until the 22nd and just got ready to go home, packed up everything, and then drove my little booty back down to Georgia, South Georgia, on the 23rd. And really, the only thing I did was it got me a pedicure. I'm a new pedicure guy. I've only had like three of my whole life, but now every time I go back to visit my family, me and my mom go get petties together. So it's a little new thing we do, which I love. That leads into Christmas Eve day and my grandma comes, we get open presents. Like I give my parents their presents, like my brother, I like my grandparents, we do that Christmas Eve. So it makes me so happy to be around my family and I just get nostalgic because we've been doing that my whole life. It's like our family tradition. My dad's parents always come over and it just makes me so happy and like we always have like the same food every year we do like little games that's something i've been doing i, I love a good game but it's fun and i try to like keep the energy going always but this year was a little sad because my grandpa wasn't able to go and then my brother's fiance wasn't there so it was kind of like a smaller crowd so i, I had to bring the energy energy up and guess what i do best i thrive under pressure and i delivered as usual <laughs> that's absolutely true and i have to interject here for a couple of things so first things first petty is with holly um yeah. <laughs> oh, next time i'm in town let me get in on that girl because yeah. all i've ever freaking wanted was to go get a petty with garrett and it's never happened and here he is going and getting petties you know if it wasn't holly i'd be pissed if it was anyone <laughs> other than holly i'd be like or like jared i'd be like what the hell but it's okay. Or, you know, Jared, Kathy, and Holly, you three are safe. We're you safe. You may get it to next round. You're safe. Anyone else, you better watch your back. No, I'm kidding. But moving on, I have to second everything Garrett says about Christmas Eve at his house. Because for me, Christmas Eve was always like, eh. And Christmas was always the big event because that was the day we did all of our activities we opened the presents we did a big meal all of that stuff ever since meeting you and your family i really put a little bit more onto christmas eve that's why i wanted to do this year a big like christmas dinner on christmas eve to make mm -hmm. both days a celebration make both days an event and for me i have to admit like i was desperately missing out on being at your house on christmas eve just knowing that kathy was there like the whole family was there Everyone was doing the gift exchange. Like that is, you know, I'm always there, always yeah. there for that. So yeah. it's just weird. It was weird. It was weird you not being there too. Even on Christmas day, Christmas Eve, all of that. I'm like, wait, why is Chloe's ass not over here right now? But anywho, we finished up Christmas Eve. Like I said, it's one of my favorites ever. Kathy spends the night, which a little sleepover with Kathy signed me up every single day. It's just what the doctor ordered. But yeah, it, cured my depression in two seconds so love that and then that leads us right into christmas morning and i also love christmas morning as well like christmas eve leading to christmas day is my favorite 
favorite, favorite, favorite. And we wake up, we always do cinnamon rolls. Since I've become 21, I make these like frozen orange juice mimosas. So, like I freeze orange juice into like spheres and make mimosas with it. And everyone has a little mimosa. And I put like the fireplace on the TV, play some music. Like guys, what would my family do without me? Like, I tried to set the vibe and like make it an experience for everyone. So this, the vibe was it there. It reminds guys. me of that uh, TikTok of the <laughs> Reba song. She's just, <laughs> how does it go? Oh. I've got old mom. It works too, John. They have kids and never stop. Never stop. <laughs> a gentle hand in the heart of a fighter. She's a survivor. <laughs> Me. Damn, I'm working Reba. Reba, that's all you, girl. That is all you. But I'm just saying, that's all I can picture is you just. Also, the Nicki Minaj like running around trying to get stuff done, trying to get it all set up, trying to make sure everybody's got a drink in their hand. Are you smiling? Are you happy? Are you wearing a Santa hat? Who's happy here? Merry Christmas. Me, literally me. So we do Christmas morning. I love Christmas morning. Obviously, opening all my little presianias, and I'm about to get into my top three to five presents. It's actually hard. I was actually excited to do it, but now I'm like struggling. I'm just gonna do. It is so hard. I'm, I'm just so gonna do three. For everything that I got, it was, and like, they're also individually exciting. It's so hard. Exactly. Like this, this is hard. But I think number one, my AirPods. I needed some new AirPods because I wear them every day to work. So got some new AirPods. Super thankful. Then I got some Uggs. My first ever pair of Uggs. I'm a Ugg girl now. So feel like I've stepped up in society. Feel a little bouge. And lastly, but not least, this is a gift that I was not, I did not ask for, it, I, which I love. I love gifts that I had like no idea what I was going to get. And my grandmother got me the softest, biggest blanket it's like the size of a queen size bed and it's like made out of jersey material but it's like soft sheep lamb or something it's so cozy and it's just like something i wasn't expecting and she heard me say i needed a blanket when she was here a few months ago and i was like okay now you want to make me cry so i was like okay this is a little too good and now every time i sleep with it i'm like oh my grandmother gave me this it was really it's sweet it's and that's like a gift that i wasn't expecting but i i like use it every day now well, you know, a blanket, honestly, to me, is like an amazing gift always because you can never have too many blankets. Exactly. You always love them for different things, use them for different things. Also, a blanket, if you take good care of it, can last literally a lifetime. And I have a blanket that I still have that's from like an ex from many moons ago's mother that she gave me for Christmas one year. And I'm like, yeah, I'm so over him. Don't even know if he's alive out there. But the blanket is so good. It's so soft and so comfortable. <laughs> and it's like got that perfect weight to it. It's a heavy one. And I'm like, I can't get rid of it. It's it's too good. It's a little too good. I love it's a blanket. It's a little moment. too good. I can't. So I'm like, okay. But I think that that's a great gift always. And again, her hearing and listening to something that you needed and thinking to herself when she was out, oh, Garrett needs a blanket. That's what I'm going to get for him. Like, it's just, it's heartwarming. Yeah. I like made Christmas. So that was It really warms sweet. you up in yeah. more than one way. It really does. So that made my Christmas. And like I said, everything I got, I'm so thankful for. And overall, this Christmas was amazing. So after Christmas morning, we opened our presents. And then we have a big lunch for Christmas Day, right? So all my family come over. Like That's even bigger than Christmas Eve. Like, cousins family members brother all those people come over christmas day we have a big lunch and every single year kathy makes her famous chicken and dumplings mm. and oh oh yeah. lord help me those chicken and yeah. dumplings are so good they're nationally known like it's a little too good kathy internationally like at this point yeah i would say <laughs> i would agree on with that it's a little too good and now i'm at the age where this year i was like kathy I got to start learning stuff from you. So I was in the kitchen with her. I was taking my notes. She's the funniest chef, person. Chef. I was on, I was like, what do you need, babes? What do you need? I got you. And Kathy's the funniest person I know. So anything I do with her, I'm just like laughing my ass off. And I, I would say I don't like cooking. I just don't cook a lot. So she helps me feel comfortable in areas that I'm not very comfortable in. And she's my favorite person. I just love Kathy. So got to spend time with her. And then 
everyone headed out. We hung out, played some games, chilled out. And then that night, we actually went to that light show that Chloe was talking about um, in our town. And this year was a little different. It was a little smaller because they actually were planning on canceling it, but they brought it back. Thank goodness. And it was still fun, still cute, still in the same place. Um, and I went with my grandmother and uncles and cousins and all that. So that was fun to see all of them. And then that was it for Christmas, basically, because the next day was the 26th. But I actually celebrated my birthday with my family that day because the next day I would be leaving. So went to an Italian restaurant in Savannah with my parents and my brother. It was super chill, super good. Just love spending time with my family just because I'm never with them anymore. So got to be with my fam. And then I was driving home the 27th for the next day was my birthday. And I found out that... Jared was sick. So we had plans yeah. to go on a trip and everything, but obviously that I was put on hold because he was sick. So drove home and my birthday was just spent by my lonesome, but I did not let that get me down. I went to the mall and I shopped for myself and I'll get into what I got and my obsessed, but just chilled out really, um, didn't do much that day. And then honestly, since my birthday, I've just been chilling out, getting ready for work because the last couple of days I went back to work. So I was, was getting ready for that. And that was basically it, uh, guys. Well, you weren't totally alone on your birthday. We had a pretty long gossip sesh. Oh, yes, yes. Me and Chloe chit-chatted on my birthday. Got a little gossip For like in. two hours, finally, God. Yeah, it was a minute. So we, we needed that. I needed to get that out of my system. That was a good catch up with Chloe. And that honestly made my day. So I'm super thankful for my bestie always chit-chatting and lifting me up on my B-Day. And yeah, <laughs> that was basically it, babes. I didn't really do anything else. And like I said, ever since then, I've just been chilling out at Jared's home now and been working. So I want to get into, Chloe, your obsessions. What have you been obsessed with? What can you not live without? Give me every single last thing. So I don't have too many obsessions lately because like I said, I have been really working my little tush off over this holiday season, but I am absolutely obsessed with Top Chef lately. I have been binging it, loving it, loving my good chef shows. Just started one today. I think it's called like Five Star Chef or something. Obsessed with that also. Okay. Haven't seen this movie in like probably 12 years or so. But I watched Cheese the Man the other day. Obviously, I know it's a good movie, but when I watched it the other day, it's too good. My life changed a little bit. Like, I was laughing out loud so hard the whole way through. Also, people have always told me that, like, I guess, like, I used to look a little bit like Amanda Bynes. Yes, 100%. <laughs> yes. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know if it's true, but I've been told. Um, and then while we were watching it, Mitchell looked over at me and he was like, I feel like a lot of your personality and sense of humor came from this movie. I was <laughs> like, really? I was like, I think I've only seen this movie. Like, I think this is like the second time I've ever seen it, but maybe. I love, that's a great movie. I can't watch it because I don't have Netflix, but I feel the nostalgia through you. Like, it's too good. I love Amanda Bynes. So anything she does, I support always. I got a lifetime of knowledge. <laughs> What's going on, Yvonne? It's so good. Um, okay, so I'm also obsessed. Like I mentioned earlier, my Polaroid camera. That's been a lot of fun, just trying different things. It's kind of like a grown-up version of, like, a toy on Christmas, too. So, like, that is so fun to get, like, a new gadget or something like that. Like, it's a new toy to play with. My sister also got me an amazing, amazing gift for Christmas. Well, it's not just for me. It's for Mitchell and I. But she got us the Echo Show, I think is what it's called. But it's like a home dock for Alexa. It's like a whole iPad speaker combo in the kitchen. And I can do like my shopping list on there, make my calendar. I can look up recipes, play my Dolly Parton. I can do everything on there. It's so amazing. So that's been another like toy I'm playing with because I know there's even more stuff I can do with it. I just don't even know yet. Also, today I just got something that I'm kind of obsessed with. It's called the Lay Mini Macaroon or Macaron, whatever, brand like nail kit. So I got the starter kit that comes with the gel polish and the little light and the plug. And it came with like a little emery board 
a little cuticle tool and gel removing pads, but I just did my nails. Garrett, you can observe to tell the people what you think. I haven't cleaned up the edges yet. Ooh, I like that. But like, look at this pinky nail. Let me try and get it on. Like, look at how good of a manicure that looks. It looks really good. It looks like a fake nail almost. Yeah, and so like, listen. Like those are hard nails. Like it makes your <laughs> it makes your nail like oh so like the, rock hard. Like oh, they're okay. they're not flimsy anymore. Like they make your nail like thick and hard and like sturdy. Anyways, I really like it. I'm very impressed. It was forty dollars for the full kit. You can oh. get it online for thirty. But this is how I broke it down in my head with Girl Math. I was about to go get a manicure this weekend. Anyways, a manicure is gonna be like. $50 plus a tip like it's just so expensive these days plus you have to make an appointment plus it takes like two hours out of your day like realistically with wait time and all of that stuff but for $40 I got this whole kit I can do a bunch of manicures do my like toes and my nails with it I can do it a bunch of times they have a ton of different colors that I can get and so I was like you know what this really makes a lot of sense to me with my girl math. So I got it and I'm really glad that I did. As long as it doesn't chip, I'll, I'll give you guys a review next week. But for my new job, I can't really do everything I need to do with long nails sometimes. And I hate that flustered moment when you're trying to do something with long nails in front of somebody and you can't do it and it's really embarrassing. So we're trying this out, ladies. Gel nails, that. it's my gel nail era. Keep us updated. I wanna see how they last, how they do. I they will, better... they feel amazing. I love that. So the next thing that I'm obsessed with is doing a custom FabFitFun box with your friends. Okay. So this is something that me and my friend Tori have kind of started. And in the last box, which was my Christmas box, like I mentioned, she was like, you know what? I realized we're basically doing FabFitFun for each other because she has a FabFitFun subscription. We're obsessed with it. She always calls me to give me her haul of her FabFitFun box. So we have started curating special gift boxes for each other. Now, let me break it down for you guys because you're like, how are you constantly doing a whole gift box like every month or so, like every other couple weeks? Well, it's not all necessarily new products. A lot of times I either will thrift something that I see and I'm like, oh my God, that's so Tori. Instead of being like, eh, her birthday's not coming up, I pick it up and I throw it in there. It's 25 cents. Why the hell not? If there's anything in my closet that I'm like, I'm really not using this anymore. I'm about to give it to Goodwill, but I know that it's kind of her style. I'll throw it in there. If she doesn't like it, I don't care if she gives it to Goodwill, but at least it's like a chance for her to see it before it goes away forever. Especially if it's something I know that I spent a good amount of money on, I'll send it to her first. Um, little things like if I buy myself a pack of face masks or like a big pack of fuzzy socks, I'll just throw one pair in in there for her to be like these are so good i want her to try them the biggest thing the thing that started the boxes is books we both love to read books so i'll read one and by the time i'm finished with it i make little notes in it i highlight i notate things and then i'll put that in her box and she can read it next so because you know buying books is expensive if we both want to read the same books why are we both buying the same thing i would say the most expensive part of this little hat like hobby is mailing things back and forth because shipping is so expensive but like I said gifting is my love language and getting these packages in the mail literally makes my day so much that it is worth it to pay for shipping for me like <laughs> it's just so fun and like curating a special box for your friend is just a lot of fun you don't have to do it that often but I do suggest giving it a try because it's it's really just like a lot of fun I love that. No, that's so fun. And I love the way you guys do it. It's so smart. And like, you see something that looks like her, you just pick it up and it's no pressure. Yeah, and it's and there's fun like and... no time limit on it. It's just, she sends a box, then I send one next and then she'll send one and then I'll send one. Exactly. It's, just, it's I love fun. It. And honestly, like, again, just being able to get that special package in the mail is so fun. She always writes little letters. There's always a letter in every single box. And then like, typically Tori will like, tell me in the letter i always read the letter first and it'll be like total items in box nine <laughs> like she'll go through and set it up just like a fab fit fun so it's so fun and i highly recommend that especially if you or anyone in your life are gift givers or if you're missing someone who doesn't live close to you anymore this is a really good way to like 
send a hug to feel close in contact with each other to still feel like you're getting i don't know more of a piece of each other you're getting to it almost feels like you're getting to do some, like something together she even included some little eye masks in my last box and even just every time i put one of those on i'm like oh these were such a good pick from tori like she just nailed it with this one so Anyways, the last two things, I've been reading The Stranger Beside Me, which is Anne Rule's book that she wrote about her time that she knew Ted Bundy and her time in her life spent next to him working in a crisis hotline center. And it's so interesting. It's so well written. It's very captivating. It's very scary. I've already cried. It's emotional. It's it's just really, really well done. I know that this book has like so much praise already. There are millions of reviews out there. It's been updated and rewritten and redrafted so many times because new stories keep getting added. So it's definitely not a new thing, but I'm obsessed with it. This is this one book that I'm actually going to force Garrett to read because he's not a reader like I am, but I think he would thoroughly enjoy this. So it's getting a 10 out of 10 from me. And the last thing is The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City which I am obsessed with. Salt Lake City's a little too good. I don't even know what to say because I know we're going to do a deep dive through this whole season, but like, I don't even care about the season finale. Like, obviously that was great, but like, this whole season was so good. Like, I have been mm -hmm. obsessed. Obviously, guys, you have heard us talk about it every episode, basically. And the finale just aired last night. We just watched it. I have so much to say, but like, Dude, that shit was fucking crazy. I was shaking. I, quoting Lisa Barlow, I am physically shaking. Like, I... Quoting Heather, I'm trembling. Like, I, I'm at a loss for words. It was one of the best episodes <laughs> of Real Housewives I have I knew, ever seen. So, first of all, you guys, Garrett, Tori, and I have a group chat that we are always, like, in every single day and one of the main topics in that group chat one of the main threads is real housewives <laughs> we talk about different seasons but especially salt lake city because that's what really like bonds us as sisters the three of us and no that's not the bond but it it ties us and when i tell you so garrett and tori saw it before i did i watched it today and based on their reactions i already knew something was up then i go and pull up my peacock and I pull up my little Salt Lake City girls and I go to the episodes and I was like, oh, fuck, this is about to be really fucking weird because they've never done an episode like this before. Never. Already, I'm like, okay, so this is a whole new format, a whole new thing. It's not a reunion, but a finale. Like, wait, and they've got the whole new graphics on. Like, everything about it was different. And I was like, what is about to go down? And I knew... Before I even saw spoilers and hints, just based on things being weird, I was like, someone's literally, like, going home. Like, someone's gonna, like, get booted off. Like, something's, like, happening. This is, like, giving Jen Shaw getting arrested on camera. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how these girls are doing it. Like we just said, it's season four, and they're delivering top content, and it's actually a little sick to me. Like, it's too fucking good like i was shocked chloe the whole thing i was like wait because like you said this season finale was unique because they also i have never i have watched almost every season of like almost every franchise they've always gone on a cast trip to end it but they would do like a last dinner together they never mm -hmm. end on the trip like in no. somewhere in i was the like location I yeah like like, like shit just literally got cut short like i feel like there were more episodes yeah and and things just got cut short and after that point after what happened on that final the finale all the rest of the girls were like i'm done with this i can't do the rest of the season like it was I'm bad fried. i'm burned out like i'm upset i'm not doing the rest of this i will say i'm gonna give heather cookies like she delivered i was like wait did you write the script because like she was delivering. it almost felt like heather Okay, let me just say what I'm about to say is a joke. It's like like not even speculation or allegedly, like I'm kidding. I don't believe this. 
but it was almost giving Heather and Andy orchestrated this whole thing together at the beginning of the season. This is all a plan. She planted Monica from the beginning. The whole thing led up to this moment. Like it really felt like that. It was. She's like, "Come on, girls. These are my friends because like... we are actually friends." And then her at the end, like after everything goes down, and she just goes. <laughs> it's so funny, but I have to say my favorite scene was when Heather called down the OGs only. Because Me Lisa, so Meredith, cool. Whitney, and Heather, they're OGs. They've been there all yeah. four seasons. And I love that Angie was just like left behind. They said, who the fuck is Angie? I know. But I, that's why also it was interesting the way that they filmed it to where you saw like a snippet of this and then a flash of that and then a snippet. They kind of went back and forth. And so, so I knew something was off. In the beginning, when Heather starts setting things up and she was like, I want to play a game. And then she was like, I don't know why Heather didn't just give herself Monica because she goes, I, I don't have anything for you, Meredith, but I do have something for Monica. I'm like, it's your game and you're going to be the one to break the rules. Okay. Anyways, so I knew something was odd because Mer or Heather just started going in on Monica really hard and not a single person made a peep and i knew something was really weird because if any other normal day if heather just started going in on her about some drama someone would have stepped up and been like whoa 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 heather like let's calm down like that's a little dramatic don't you think or something yeah like someone would have piped up but it was like the silence of the table was so weird monica's reaction was so weird I can't even get into it because I could talk about it for hours. All I'm going to say is the girls delivered and the season's not even over. We have a three-part reunion. Guys, Bravo hasn't done a three-parter in a minute because you have to have a lot to discuss for a three-part well, reunion. Well, that makes me feel better because we. I really feel like they cut us an episode short. So maybe they're making up for that with an extra reunion episode. <sighs> And when I tell you guys, it's going to be ugly. And when I tell you guys, as soon as it's done, you will be getting a real talk ASAP because I have so <laughs> much to say. And this is giving you guys time, if you haven't seen it, to go watch. Like, this go is watch. This is reality gold. If you like reality TV, it's like a gold mine. Like, okay. Another thing I want to talk about, though, that I want to mention before we move on. After that dinner down at the beach and like everything that went down, I think Meredith is a real G for going in and being tight with them like that after the accusations that were made. I love Meredith. <laughs> I'm just saying it's so funny to me that after all that, at the end, it's Meredith and Lisa who are like hugging each other and Lisa being like, I got your back, girl. When like 20 minutes ago, Lisa's like, fuck you, my Meredith, I've had enough of this. You've been doing this for too long. We know it's you. I know you did this, like convincing everybody else that Meredith did this. How I'm ready for the reunion. Yeah. They're going to have to get into that at the reunion. It's, it's, I think it's going to be pretty ugly. It's going to be good. Okay. We can't get too much into it because I also want to talk about the fuck, Mary kill game. But we oh, can't. my. We, that's a whole different, whole different. Just Heather going, Seth, Seth, and Seth. I was like, <laughs> what? I Wait, can't. For real, for real? And then someone else said, like, John Barlow and Lisa's like okay yeah. and I Lisa's gotta go. like I never want to have sex with anyone except for John Barlow I'm like <laughs> good for you girl good for you good for you but yeah Salt Lake City's a little too good and go watch that's all I'm saying period in a conversation okay so tell me what you're obsessed with Garrett I need to know now because that's been that's been a lot to digest, but let's yeah. get into what you're obsessed with. Well, obviously, as you guys can tell, I'm also obsessed with Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, keeping with that same trend, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip 4 officially came out. It's still airing, but it's like premiering as we speak. And like we said in our last Real Talk, this is all Real Housewives of New York legacy casts because they obviously recasted New York. So... For or, whatever reason. Yeah, for some odd reason. I mean, I love Jenna Lyons, but come on. Like, like nothing, that OG cast, Dorinda, come on. Nothing hits like the OGs. We have Luann, Sonia, Dorinda, Kristen, Kelly. So good. I will say a little underwhelming. 
okay. compared oh. to what I was expecting. Because I look back at the OG Rolney and the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip 2. And that's what I was kind of expecting. Mm -hmm. But they're really trying to be friends, which I love. We love fun silliness. But, like, I'm a little like, okay... Is the trip over? Because, like, I've already talked about everything, and now y'all are just, like, kind of chilling. It's still good. Still love the OGs. Still so fun seeing, like, Luann, Dorinda, all the OGs back on the screen. But when I'm thinking of them, I'm thinking of iconic moments. And, of course, they do deliver some of those things. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so good. But the season isn't even over. I'm like, what else is there to discuss? Because, like, they're kind of just like, mm -hmm. eh. Like, which I... Hey. You never know. After what we've just experienced with Salt Lake City, I'm like, you never know. That's true. They might have planted something. That's true. That is very true. But it feels had... like the Hunger Games where they like plant little, little surprises to throw at you, where it's like, holy shit, I was not expecting that monster to come out of the woodwork. Yeah, it creates trust issues in me, but whatever. <laughs> I'll deal with it. I'll live. <laughs> um, but speaking of something I'm actually obsessed with through and through all the fucking way, as everyone is on the planet, Saltburn. Now, I will say, not into my own horn, but I saw the trailer as soon as it came out and I, I saved it immediately. It might have been on Twitter or Instagram or something. And I was automatically intrigued just because, guys, it's a European summer in a chateau full of hot people. And it's like a little weird. What the fuck do we talk about basically every episode? We love abroad, especially Europe. We love a chateau and we're hot. And like we like, it's giving call shit. me by your name times two with maybe a little more, huh? <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it. It's, it's just a little too good. Chloe, have you you haven't seen it yet? Have you? I still haven't seen it. Yeah. So Chloe's still. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's like a maze. You think you're going one direction, and you get completely shifted. And that's what I love in a movie. It's my, it's one of the best movies I've seen since Elvis with Austin Butler. Mm -hmm. It just sticks out to me. It's really unique and i've been looking like you know it's good when i'm going on youtube look at like the director talking about it and like interviews, interviews with the cast like stuff. that's when you know i'm a little obsessed and i found out that the director actually directed a movie that chloe showed me it's actually her but first movie because she's only done two movies it was promising young woman and now with Salt carrie Burn. mulligan mm -hmm. and it's so good and it's kind of the same vibe as that like the same like film style and like the same like Kind themes. of like a paranormal thriller, maybe? Or yeah. Or a psychological thriller. I mean. Very Sorry. much that. Very much That's that, That's what Chloe. I meant to say. So you'll love it. Well, I I absolutely loved Promising Young Woman. I've seen it twice now. I think it's so good. So well done. I think it's a really interesting film style. I loved it. It reminded me a little bit of like... No, I don't even know. Again, it's like, I don't know. But I feel like, tell me I'm crazy. And I could be so way off because obviously we haven't seen it yet. But it's almost like a slightly lighter version of what I expect from like Folly Ado, where things are like really well done, well crafted, and shots are like really well aesthetically pleasing, really well done, real well executed. But then there's also this level of like, thriller disturbing like panic it's beautiful but then like disturbing at the same time very much that because the interviews i'm watching she's like every single scene is so so thought out and it's set in 2007 which is such an odd time period Random. she's like she, the director she's like that's when i was in college and she's like from the uk so that's why like she's related to it so much but 12 out of 10 it's unique it's fun it's Kind of, like, some scenes I was like, this is a little too much for me. Like, it does get intense, so beware. I'm like, oh, oh, we're really going there and past that point. But okay, I live, I live. there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but to end this, I have to say, guess who the director is. Like, you've, you've seen her in a movie recently, and you'll never guess. Wait, what? The director was in Barbie, and she was the pregnant Barbie. No way, that is so cool. How funny is that? Like, <laughs> That's so random. What a little random, like, Easter egg. Yeah, so I had to mention that because when I saw that, I was like, what are the fucking odds? So two great movies, Barbie and Saltburn. I live. Um, True. But if you haven't seen it, I could not recommend it enough because, like I said, it's so good. So I'll get on it. Don't worry. You have to. I'm on your ass. Okay. You know that. Okay. <laughs> I'm switching the... Switching, switching the, gears. I'm switching gears a little bit because I lied. Now I'm ashamed of myself and I've learned my lesson is what I'm going to first start off with. It's been and now, pretty embarrassing. Our PR team has been like, 
it's just been a nightmare. They've been really trying to recover and save your ass with this mistake, Kara. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm holding tears back because I don't want to get emotional, but. Hold it together, get a grip. <laughs> This is what I this is why me and Chloe say allegedly. And we probably should say it more than often not because I made a little fib, guys. So I told you a couple episodes ago that the Lady Gaga documentary with Tony Bennett was coming out in December. And I did go back and found my source where I found it. And it was on Twitter. It was on this like super big <laughs> fan page. <laughs> <laughs> but like super official and that was my bad guys she's not coming out but i mean the documentary is coming out it just did not obviously come out in december but obviously once gaga herself comes out and i actually have a real source to back up i will let you guys know but i've been stressing about that for the past two weeks in spring because i thought about it one night and i was like oh my god the besties are disappointed like and i didn't even mention it in the last two episodes because i just forgot about it because I don't fucking know but I had to apologize Bye. moving moving along from Miss Gaga and Tony with peace and love we love you guys something I got for Christmas that I'm obsessed with that is such an adult thing an ice scraper for my car because my windshield's icy every morning I have to wait like 10 minutes so I finally got me an ice scraper thank god yeah, so you guys I was looking at ice scraper written on his list on our little document here and I'm like got Tony like Tony Bennett and Gaga documentary Okay. Ice Scraper. Is this a new rapper? Like, what is this? <laughs> Who is Ice Scraper? No, babes. I'm just a lame-ass now adult because that's what I get excited about is the fucking Ice Scraper for Christmas. Tell me that the Ice Scraper is not... I mean, it's kind of a good rap name. It is. No. It's your boy Ice Scraper. <laughs> Trademark. No one can use that TM, now. TM, 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 TM. TM. But I had a strip touch on that because I thought it was funny that that's what I'm obsessed with. But actually, I used it this morning. So I it's a real life obsessed. He loves it, you guys. Just <laughs> know when you wake up and you're having your morning coffee, Garrett is out there somewhere scraping away. And scraping. he's loving it. Not loving with it. A smile, with a smile <laughs> on his face, he's like, I am loving my ice scraper. I do love it. It's a nice little invention. The guy who made that deserves all the money he's gotten in life, I will say. But moving on, I want to touch on what I got myself for my birthday. And now, before I get into it, I know I'm late to the trend, but this is like an adult purchase for myself. Like, I'm proud of myself. I got myself a Lululemon sweatshirt. I'm a Lulu boy now. And it's so funny because my dad's birthday and Christmas, I've gotten him Lulu. So I bought him Lulu before and like, I have an account, which never for myself. So I finally got me a little sweatshirt. I felt like an adult, like purchasing it. And I did some girl math. So it was basically free for myself, but also even if it wasn't, it was my birthday. So treated Swear. that splurged super bouge super comfortable and chloe introduced me to lululemon so she's a she's a frequent customer she loves it and i'm part you of the, know, I'm a part of the club say, now i'm excited for you i'm glad you're joining the team because i've always been like oh garrett would look so good in men's lulu clothes like I, they just ugh, they look so clean cut on men i love their fit but i'm shocked when garrett told me he bought something from lulu i was like oh he did it because you told me that you could never look at Lululemon again after hearing about the Lululemon murders and that you would be going there with me. Why did you even mention that? I blacked that <laughs> case out of my head. You're sick. Because you're sick. Because you want to know why? It's because after that case, I would want to go shop at Lululemon and you'd be like, I'm not stepping foot in there. I'm not, not going to go in there. And now you're going and shopping in there. And I'm like, what? So all those times I could have gone and gotten something on their sale rack, I, I missed out for nothing. I blacked that out. That's why. Because it scarred me Just, so bad. Don't, don't I can't worry go back. about it, though. There's a murder tied to, like, almost everything, you know? You really just killed my buzz. That really put me down. That was a damper. Okay. <laughs> and on that note, that was what I was obsessed with over the break. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I am always have been and always will be obsessed with true crime, so everything re relates back for me. I just, <laughs> it's where I go. She loves it. But I'm actually going to move right into the music of the week because I'm obsessed with this band. We actually talked about it when we talked about the Grammys because we've never listened to this band before, but it they were mentioned so many times during the nominations. I finally dove in a little bit. It's Boy Genius, Not Strong Enough. And I think, Chloe, you would love this song. It's, Send me the link, girl. It's so, so <laughs> good. And 
specifically the lyrics spinning out about things that haven't happened. Like, bitch, me, like, I just, I can overthink something that hasn't happened yet. And, like, I can make a scenario that I think is going to happen into reality in my head and, like, ruin my whole damn day. Ruin my whole year if I want to because I'm that mentally psychopathic. But they really just were able to spit bars. And I also watched a video of them talking about the lyrics on YouTube. And it's really interesting when people talk about their lyrics. And it's such a different POV when you hear someone talk about their song because I thought about it a completely different way now. It has a new meaning to me and I'm really excited to get more into them and for Chloe to get into them. And if you guys haven't heard of Boy Genius, get into them because we will be covering them, them at some point this year. So that's what my song is. I wanted to start the year off with some something new, something fresh. I just had to mention it because I loved it and I think Chloe will no, love it. And I think all the besties will love it as well. I'm excited because anytime we have a new and upcoming artist, it's so exciting for me. It's new music and new perspective and new style and new voice. It's all really good. And honestly, Garrett, like not to say that we're like trendsetters and always find the talent. Like we are the talent scouts because we are, but think back to how many artists that we have listened to from the time that they were like opening up for other bands or like barely doing anything. And now they're huge. Yeah. It's the same with most, if not every artist, they start so small, like Lady Gaga started so small. Lana Del Rey started doing basically like cabaret dinner sets and stuff like that. And if they can do it, like I believe in Boy Genius and all the other bands and artists out there, you just have to get your voice heard. I feel like that's really what it's about is exposure. So I always love it to find a new artist. It's so exciting for me. Like I see Olivia Rodrigo's concerts being posted and stuff. And I'm like, I'm so impressed. She started something out of COVID and now look at where she's at. Yeah. Like, it's just so impressive to me. And it's like for Olivia, I think she's a really good example of how fast it can happen. Exactly. I love. So It's, I, it's so exciting. And like you said, we always love discovering new artists and it's like hearing new artists as well. So I love that. And I want to know what is your song of the week, babes? So I'm going to do two because my first song of the week is the song that we've already talked about. However, this is a new variation. So I had to at least mention this, mention this album, mention this song. This is Wrecking Ball featuring Miley Cyrus off of the Dolly Parton Rockstar album. So this, this time around, Dolly did a special little album where she did special Dolly variations and covers on her favorite songs. And I think that they're like, so good it's such a fun album i love not to mention not only is she doing her covers and like variations of these songs but she's also singing them with the artist who wrote them Mm -hmm. so it's really cool i forgot to mention that but these are all like duos or duets and it's so cool and this version of wrecking ball is really special i think yeah it's super special they did this on Miley Cyrus's New Year special last year. And mm-hmm. when they did that, it gives me chills when I see that. And then having it on this record, I mean, Dolly, Miley, I mean, they can do no wrong in our book, obviously. Like, that's grandmother and mother. It's like, exactly. like we, I Fairy live for godmother. them. Exactly. Like, she, they're both too good. I love that they're so close and amazing. I mean, no complaints, 12 out of 10. This whole album's amazing and dolly's still putting music out like oh she's such a bad bitch i live i live for her i live and just the fact like when you see an artist who can do an entire album doing collaborations with these strong powerful artists it just goes to show not only has dolly obviously made it a name for herself in the industry but also she has made these connections and networking to the point where I'm sure she reaches out to these people and they're like, I would love to. Like, my, like my what honor. an honor. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would be thrilled to record with you because, I mean, just watch any interview with that girl. She is a sweet little pea and she's just a hoot and a half. I'd love to hang out with Dolly Parton. Oh, so good. But the last little thing, I do want to mention one other song. I think it's kind of honorary for New Year's. Just a little something I was going to mention. Here Comes the Change by Kesha, if you haven't heard it, it's kind of different, kind of fun. It's not even one of my most listened to songs, but the especially the intro to it has just kind of been in my head as we go into a new year. Here comes the change. Let's let's open our minds, open our hearts, open ourselves to some good, happy, positive change for the new year. I love that. And we love Kesha. So 
what a great way to exactly end this first episode back guys like i hope that everyone enjoyed and like we're getting back into the rhythm like it felt good mm-hmm. to come back i have honestly missed this so much chloe like, this is the break was good but this is what i missed this is what we're meant to be doing be productive and i love it I mean, Garrett and I having that two hour conversation on his birthday was basically us just still having an EFBF episode. We just didn't record it and share it with you guys. I'm sorry, but sometimes we have to talk about VIP behind the scenes tea. Yeah, we have to don't, keep some secrets. Don't hate, don't be mad at us. Don't we hate. Have to. But we also have some really big things coming up, guys. So be prepared. It's a new year and. A big anniversary is coming up in a few months, so be prepared. A couple big anniversaries coming up. We've got some bits, we've got some stuff in the works. Yeah, so be ready for that. And don't forget to share this with all of your friends going into the new year. We really appreciate all of your support because without you guys, we'd be talking to ourselves. So <laughs> we love you for listening. And I'm excited for this new year, Chloe. 2024, big plans, and we're doing the damn thing. We are. Go check us out on Instagram at EFBF Podcast. Our our boy Garrett makes all of the graphics for the podcast. And especially going into the new year, I've just been sort of going back and looking at everything. I'm so impressed by him. His artwork is amazing. So you guys have to go and check it out because it really is. Honestly, it's beautiful. Our (laughs) Instagram account is beautiful. So go and check it out. But we love your support. We love you for listening. Yes, ma'am. I love you so much, Chloe. Thank you for all day of love. And don't forget, you can find us on Spotify and Amazon Music. And rate us five stars. It helps us out. And we'll see you, girlies, in the next episode. We'll see you next time. Good.